to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. <laughs> it's a simple. Hi, and this is Matthews. And this is Alexa Hauser. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's one of those things where you like, I don't know, you're at work, right? And you answer the phone and then you're like, where do I work? What's yeah. happening? What's going on? It's what's so, my name? It's a, what's my name? It's so funny because it's like just an intro, but it's like, I feel like every time you, me and you are like, we got to make it interesting. And it's like, yeah, we're just saying this. It's doesn't it? Guys, do, do you need us? Is it okay if we just say the same thing every time? Is that okay? Is that okay? You? Are you going to stop listening if it's, yeah. if it's the same thing every yeah. time? So much pressure. Yeah. So much I can't pressure. be funny all the time. <laughs> um, uh, happy Friday. Fun Friday. Fun Friday. TGIF. Um, so today, what are we talking about today, Ambie? Today we're talking about making changes. Making changes. Yeah. Shaking those shoulders. Shaking shimmy while you make those changes. Shimmy. Good shimmy. Call. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> what kind of changes are we talking about? Um, we are talking about, okay, so this is a good example, like just being changes in your reality. So when I give readings to people, a lot of the time, and please feel free to still ask me questions because I love it, but know <laughs> that this will be the answer most of the time. When I give readings to people and they say, when am I going to meet my partner? Right. And I, I, uh, look and see what the guides are saying. They always, most of the time, sometimes it's different, but most of the time they show me the same thing. So this person is not taking any action to make a change. So uh, no one will come. No one's going to show up. And I think a lot of the time what people are expecting is like it to be delivered to them, like like uh, something you order on Amazon. <laughs> That, my friend, is a different situation. That is a porno. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Maybe in the future you'll be able to do that. Maybe in the future. Like, I would like to meet you. Yeah. You custom order your boyfriend. You, like, put in all the features. You're like, likes rock climbing. Has blue eyes. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But but anyway, um, so, so my point is that you have to make changes to get a different result. Another good example, and I've been through this, is why do I keep dating losers, right? Why do I keep dating people that are like not a match to me? Well, because you're not doing anything different. So if you keep meeting people, this is just one example. I have no ill will towards anybody that goes to bars or anything like that. But if you keep meeting a certain type of person at a bar, well, then why are you going to bars to meet people? Mm-hmm. You're just going to get more of the same thing that you've always gotten. I'm um, talking about lack. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's bring it up. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people in our reality right now keep talking about how much they don't have. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I don't have enough of this. And what is that creating? You're creating more of this lack. You're creating the thing that you don't want. But you're also not even just creating more lack. You're cementing yourself in lack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're cementing yourself in a place that you say that you don't want to be, but you're so clearly saying, I'm here. And this is where, and, and, and it, with an attitude of, and this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. Whereas it's, and it's so interesting because 
And I feel like, Ambie, you and I have like a unique perspective right now because we have been going through this. We've been – both of us have been sharing this experience of going through the lack and feeling like we haven't had enough. You know, since we started this podcast, that was like kind of – the, a very big thing that we both shared, um, this fear that if I do this, am I going to have enough? If I, you know, how am I going to get more? Just a lot of that. And um, and that's really why we called in – that's really why we started this monthly series that we do. By the way, we're not doing a monthly series this month just because – there's a lot of reasons, but one of them is like I'm I, I'm traveling a ton this month. Um, there's just not a lot of consistency in in our in our scheduling, but we will um, we're intending to have someone and a topic for next month. So stay tuned. But <laughs> this month we're taking off, and um, and you know, but that's this lack mentality um, is actually the reason that we called in Leela. Um, Leela Veronica, like we, and when I say we called her in, like we literally called her into our reality because I remember we were like, we don't want to do this anymore. Like we don't Mm -hmm. want to stay in this mentality anymore. We're done. Like this has served us for a long time, a long, literally the majority of our lives. But you know what? It's getting real old and we're ready to move out of it. And I think, you know, the, the moment when you realize that you don't want to live a certain way anymore and you make that decision like I really don't want this to be so w- so what is my next step so how do I shift into that next place when you just come to that 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 moment alone is powerful af like mm-hmm. because you're acknowledging that you have a choice you're acknowledging your own power whereas when you're still in this mode of like I don't have any money. I don't have enough for that. I'm I'm struggling, man. Like I don't know. You're you're still not at the place where you're realizing that you have the ability to switch. And listen, like we both understand. We yeah. both understand being there because yeah. it because it feels like um and because I, I'll just speak for myself. I know that when I was in that place where I wasn't ready to make the switch, I was scared of what acknowledging that I wanted to make the switch meant. I was still afraid of that. I was afraid of like, well, if I acknowledge that I don't have the money or if I acknowledge that like I want to get to another place, like what does that mean? I'm going to have to learn about all this new stuff. It seems scary. It seems overwhelming. I don't know if I can handle that. It feels safer mm-hmm. here where I just know what I'm getting. And where my life is very small, even though I'm missing out on other things, it's okay because I know I'm safe, you know? So I get it. But at the same time, if there are things in your life that you're wanting to experience and wanting to create and wanting to live and you're still saying, well, I don't have enough, then it's um, – you're still – you still haven't made that choice that you want to grow beyond it. And anyway, so that's when when we, we both made that choice, we're done with this. That was when Leela, uh, who did our Money March series, who all of you just mm-hmm. loved and we got so much incredible feedback on, she came into our lives. And now the two of us uh, are working with her in, in many ways. One of the ways is she's um, leading our new leadership, Lioness Leadership Retreat in Texas. And she's going to, you know, be um, giving everybody all of her money wisdom and all of her business wisdom at that retreat. Um, And also she will be involved in our three-month coaching program with those retreat attendees. But but yeah, and now Ambie and I were just talking about how we feel like we are in a new – it's really interesting. Like we feel more abundant than we've ever had – than we ever have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like – so recently, um, just heads up, if you haven't refinanced your house, like rates are really, really low right now. So it's pretty awesome. We're saving $200 a month on our mortgage. And that came out of nowhere. So to me, that's like an extra $200 a month. I just got free for money. Nothing. Free money, man, yeah. just coming in, right? And then like my husband, his disability kicked in this month. So it's like, I'm super abundant, right? Yeah. So 
what does that mean? That means my husband doesn't have to be in a job that he doesn't like anymore. He has more flexibility because he has, we have more abundance now, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then also like this fear of if I don't push and push and push and push, then I'm going to lose something. Well, I haven't been pushing and it's been very clear to me that I haven't lost anything, that everything's okay. We're still super abundant and nobody died. Nobody's homeless. It's okay. And it's nice to have this flexibility and this freedom, which is what I really wanted. You know, I wanted to have a happy life. I wanted to love what I do. But a year ago, I didn't think that was possible. I mean, I don't know. I know Alexa remembers this, but I don't know if anybody else remembers this when I was quitting my, my like full-time job at the office, that was a really scary fucking time for me. That was hugely scary. And I really thought, how am I going to make this work? And so I went part-time and then, um, started it that way. And then my guides had a different, um, a different idea. And I got shoved out so, so abruptly and quickly, but it was, it was time for me to move on. It was time for me to go. And I think that once you're on the other side of the fear, once you're on the other side of changing that pattern, you realize that nobody died. You realize that your world didn't fall apart. You realize that everything's still okay. And it's even better than you thought it would be. That, that is nice. And it's like this analogy of like, trying to show people the way with a flashlight in a dark cave. Like, no, I'm trying to tell you that I've been in that dark cave. You don't have to be here anymore. If you don't want to be, you can come out of it. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to show you that it's safe on the other side. Um, But it is scary while you're in it. And I honor that. And so I understand where people are coming from when they tell us, like, I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. And get that. And I felt that way once upon a time as well, but I'm, I'm letting you know that you don't have to feel this way. So, um, one of the examples, my mom asked me just very honestly yesterday, how did you and Alex create this? Like, what do you do when you are creating your reality? And I said, okay, well, you remember the first house we lived in with my mom. So let me paint this picture for you guys. Um, Alex and I had just, my husband and I had, weren't even married yet. We had started moving in together and living together. We were living together for two months and I got pregnant. Uh, so that was fun. Right. (laughs) And we had been dating for a while, but that was not the plan. Right. Um, so I was pregnant and Yeah. And uh, we were living in a two-bedroom house with my my son, Riley, my other daughter, Bryn, my mom, and Alex and I. So my mom lived in the garage, not even joking. Bryn slept in the loft upstairs, and Riley had his room, and Alex and I had our room. And that was our situation because the rent was a certain amount that we could afford. So... What we did is we had this kiddie pool, Alex and I, and Alex and I would go into the kiddie pool and lay in our backs and we would close our eyes and we would talk about how it's going to feel when we were in our in-ground pool in our house and what our house is going to look like and how everybody has their own room and everybody has enough space for each other and we're not cramped on top of each other, right? Um, And then we moved to another house and that one was everybody had their own room. There was no pool, which is what I really wanted. So we had an above ground pool and we did the same thing. We would go out there, just him and I, we would float on our backs on our rafts and we would imagine what it would be like to have barbecues in our house and have people over and who would we invite over and what type of floats would we have in the pool? And it was just the one thing. It was just the pool, right? The kitchen was irrelevant. The other details of the story were irrelevant and how we would get there. Like if I make this, then we're going to do that, right? How would we get there was irrelevant as well. And actually funny, funny side topic. I thought how we were going to get there is if I passed my physical therapy assisting license. 
because if I pass my physical therapy assisting license, I could get a job making $20 an hour and that's a lot of money. And then we're set for life, right? (laughs) Yeah. I failed that test three times. You can only take it four times before you can't take it anymore. Like you're done forever. Um, so, oh, you have to go back to school and you can do it that way technically, but that's another crazy amount of money that I didn't want to spend. So, um, so I literally was devastated when this happened that I thought like our one way out is gone. Like all of our dreams are done. Right. But I decided to move on, kept that, that image of our pool, just the one image of our pool. And gradually, as things got easier and easier to manifest, you start seeing how quickly you can do this, how, how amazing this is. So the pool is a big example, but another example was the car. So I had, when Alex and I first got together, um, I ha- it was a long story, but I didn't have a vehicle um, because it was, it's a long story. But anyway, uh, so he gave me a car. And it was like a 1987 truck, two-seater truck. And it was perfect for Riley and I. Um, Then we got another car. And it was this little tiny Honda Fit. And then we had to get another car. But when we got this other car, I decided that I wanted fun features instead of just being okay with mediocrity. So I started focusing on the features that I wanted. I started focusing on, I wanted to have a backup camera. I've never had that before. I wanted to have, this is silly, sun visors in the car. I've never had that before, right? I wanted to have, um, what else? What was the other thing? Heated seats. Like that was like a big deal, right? And so we, this is a crazy story. So I focused on those things. I would imagine myself in the vehicle as I'm driving my Honda Fit. I would imagine myself driving around in this vehicle, what it would feel like and how happy I would be. And I could see the kids from the backseat in the mirror and all of these things. And um, Alex is looking online for cars and he sees this car. So we go to the dealership, like like literally within minutes, we go to the dealership because it was $11,000. It was an insane price for this car. They had missed marked the price. They bought the vehicle for $11,000 and the manager started that day and he actually, they had to honor it because it was online. Wow. So they were pissed in selling <laughs> us this car. They flat out told us like, this is a mistake. If you walk out without buying the car, we're going to jack up the price. Yeah. And so they showed us the printout when you buy a car of like the commission, they were making no money on this car. Yeah. They were losing money on this yeah. car. <laughs> So we got an approval. We did the whole thing. We got the car. Now, come to find out, (laughs) I did not focus as much on how long the car would last. The car lasted three years, but it was good. We paid it off. Like, you know what I mean? We did what we were supposed to do. So, and for the time of what we could afford, it was perfect. So the price was there. The features, it had all the bells and whistles that I wanted, and the price was crazy. So that's how you were manifesting to the point to where when I was actually in this car with my heated seats, I would look at other cars and be like, oh, maybe my car would look like that. And I'd be like, no, 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 you're actually in your car. You've actually already created this. Like, take a deep breath. And sometimes um, when I'm in my pool now, I think like, oh, when I get a pool, and I'm like, no, 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 you're in your- <laughs> Take a deep breath. It's okay. It's already there. It's already in the reality. But it's interesting when people uh, look at the not the end, but the result that you're currently living, and they say, "Well, you don't know what I've been through because X, Y, and Z because you have this, right?" Mm -hmm. No, I actually do know what you've been through because I've been through it. So it's nice to have that that perception shift. And it's really interesting to go back and think like, whoa, this is where I was. And I was in a job that I hated. I would come home and cry every day because I hated my job so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's that leap of, it's not the the job that I was just talking about, stupid job, but it's taking that leap of faith and thinking there's something better out here for me, but I have to change. I have to be willing to be different 
Because that's what you're doing. You're changing who you are. You're changing and becoming a different person. You have to be willing to put yourself on the line is the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to risk anything, then you there's no way you are going to get the reward. Like, And it doesn't mean that – and I know that sounds scary for some people, but think about it. It's like if you've been doing the same thing every day for however long and you've been living the same life for that amount of time – then how 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 is it logical that anything's going to just change out of the blue? Like mm-hmm. we hear so many people say, "Well, I really want, I really want to do this. I really want to do this." It's like, so what are you doing about it? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing about it? And I think that this is an area where we need a little bit of like, I don't want to call it, yeah, kind of like some tough love energy because it's like, yeah. guys, like wake up. What <laughs> you know, I we. There's a lot of people that I work with, um, you know, on on a coaching level, privately, or just just in different aspects of the things that I'm doing on a day to day basis. Who tell me, I want I want this, like I want things to change. I want this, this, and this. I want to see this in my life. But consistently, I see them not show up for themselves. They just <laughs> don't show up. They just don't do the thing. And then they tell me that it's hard or that they're afraid or that blah, 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 blah. And like, look, I'm not saying those things aren't real. I'm not saying that it isn't challenging to step outside of your comfort zone or that it or that you're not afraid. Like, totally get it. But it's like, but do you want things to change or not? Because if you do, then show up even though it's scary. Like, do the thing even though yeah. it's hard. Like, that's what it takes. And it's like – when we called Leela into our life and she started coming on this podcast, it was hard just to like hear about looking at your money. Like yeah. it the it was hard for me to just start looking at my bank account. Oh my God, that was so terrifying. But I just kept telling myself, do you want this or not? Do you want to live like you've been living or do you want a different life? And my answer every time I asked myself that was, I want a different life. It's like, cool. So look at your freaking bank account now. Like look at what you're spending. Look at the money. That's just taking one step. Um, but it's like I just keep thinking of Gary Vee. If you don't listen to Gary yeah, Vee, you, you gotta be. listen to Gary Vee. Oh my God. He cause he just he's he just lays it out so far. It's like it's like so many of us tell these stories like, well, I don't have time like I'm in a job I don't like and therefore I don't have time to pursue my dream or I don't have time to build anything outside of this or I don't have time to create extra money or I don't have time to fix this situation. It's like that's bullshit. Like that's bullshit because the truth is we have so much time that we are spending on Netflix, on social media, on all this stuff when we can truly be using it to learn to like we have so many resources available to us. The fact that we have the internet right now, you can learn anything. You can connect with anyone. You can learn anything. You just have to be willing to do it. And look, if you don't want anything to change, then disregard this whole conversation. But if you're a person yeah. who's sitting there here saying that you want something different but saying that you don't know how to make it happen or you can't, that's bullshit. And you can. And not only that, but um, you know, the the other thing I want to say about money is that something that I'm really re- – that's becoming very clear to me is there's a lot of people who say they don't have money for something that are spending at least $4 every day on Starbucks and like – or more on yep. – <laughs> or more on beer or more on eating out or more on whatever. And it's like you that that is just money that technically you're throwing. If you if you love the Starbucks and you just want to keep getting Starbucks all day and that makes you happy, g- do it. But if you're yeah. saying that you want to have an experience that helps you level up or you want to change your life or you want to get out of this situation but you don't have the money, look at what you're spending money on and and stop spending money on those frivolous things and take that money and start saving it or start putting it towards your education or start putting it towards an experience that will help you transform or start putting it towards some sort of emotional processing or a reading or anything that's going to help you get clear on where you want to go because sitting in the same place that you're in right now and just telling yourself, I can't, I'll never have money, I can't do it, I don't know, you're in victim mentality and you're just prolonging your inevitable transformation. Why wouldn't you just take the leap now? Mm-hmm. And one more thing I want to say about this is that 
everyone's heard our Kauai story. We've told it a million times, so I don't think I really need to tell it again. But just a brief recap of it is when uh, several months ago, we had this opportunity to go to Kauai for the Purium event. Uh, I That was right when this money thing was starting to shift for me, but I was still not out of it. And I didn't have a lot of money. Like I, my bank account was very low at the time. And I re- was just starting with Purium and it was like in November. Long story short, they announced this Kauai trip and I, something in me told me, just buy the ticket. Just buy the ticket to the actual event. I had no idea how I was going to get to Kauai. I barely had enough money for that ticket, but I got the ticket and I just knew, okay, I'm going to go somehow. It's going to work out. I have like four months to figure it out. Long story short, it ended up working out. I trusted and the money came. The money came for the ticket flight. The money came for the hotel. The money came for me being there and spending money on food and stuff and just doing stuff. The money came. Um... It ended up actually – and then once I got there, that whole event propelled me even further in like our Perian business and also just like my confidence about what I could do in my life. And then that brought in other people and other resources and it kind of kept snowballing. But what it really ended up – to the point where – and I've said this to you guys, I more than doubled my income two months ago um, and now like my monthly income is higher than it's ever been. But here's what I really want to – explain with this example is that that example, that experience of saying, okay, I don't know how, but I'm going to trust that it's going to happen. I'm just committing to this is, um, and then it actually happening and being, being supported and, and me increasing what was coming in after that gave me this confidence of that formula. And now I've done it like three more times since then with other things in my life. I've been like, okay, this is a bit of a stretch. But you know what? I trust that I'm supposed to do this. I trust that this is in my best interest. And I trust that even though purchasing these things is going to take me down to like a, a low number in my bank account, they're things that I want to do and I technically can do it. So I'm going to trust that no matter how low this bank account goes, once I commit to it, it's going to increase and mm-hmm. come back to me tenfold and whatever. Every time I've taken that leap, every single time, and like I said, I've done that now like three times since then, it it happens. It's like I, I go low in my bank account and all of a sudden it comes back hardcore. And mm-hmm. like I said, I had like I doubled my income last month. And like this month, it's like I feel so abundant. I've never felt so abundant. We were just talking about this. But uh, this week, I actually – I don't know why, but I was – I just got into this mode where I'm like, wow, I have a lot of things that I want to buy. Like – um, but they're 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 little things. They're but they're things that I've needed for a long time. I just kind of haven't prioritized them. But you know how like Amazon is this freaking incredible. Sometimes I just sit and I appreciate Amazon like just the what it is because I'm like, dude, we are literally pulling shit out of the sky and it's arriving on our doorstep the next day. Like yeah. what? It's pretty cool. Um, but I all week I've just been like, what do I need that I haven't been willing? Like, what do I need? What are the things? You know, little little things like I really want this like round hairbrush. I really want this like hair oil for myself. Um, I want these earrings for this dress that I have. I want these new shoes for this like dress that I have. I'm going to a wedding. I want – I haven't had like a legit purse in a while. I found this really cool purse like all these all these little things. I wanted that book that I just got. Like I've literally spent every day this week going, what do I want? Like what do I want? And I've just order them. Every time I've like had fun shopping for them and being like, oh, yeah, I want this. And every time I put something in my cart, I'm like, and I can have that. I can have that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's been the most gratifying experience just putting oh. these things in the cart and having them show up and me just enjoying them and being like, yeah. And 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 I really feel like it's a practice of reminding myself I can have this and more is coming in and and believing that and not even knowing exactly where it's coming in, but just knowing, oh, more is coming in. And then it does. It does through all the different avenues of things that I'm working on, that we're working on. It just does. I just trust yeah. and it shows up. And it's like – I cannot wait to see where we are in even three months from now. I cannot wait to see where we are in a year from now. I cannot wait to see where we are in, oh my God, like two years. Like like the abundance is just starting. Like we're just getting started. And so what I think the reason we wanted to do this episode was because we can feel that there's a lot of people who are in our vicinity right now who are going through what we went through like six months ago. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that's why we're all in each other's lives because we know, like, we know what that's like. We know that that's scary, but we are here. It's possible that we are here in your life showing up on this podcast as your message to freaking jump. Jump. The thing that you think is going to drain your bank account or the thing you think you're like, oh my God, how could I ever, I've, oh, this is something I've heard so many times and I really wish people would stop saying this. I've heard people say to me so many times, I just couldn't justify spending X, Y, and Z on something like that when something like that is something that they actually want to do or a flight or flight to get somewhere they want to go or something like that. And they say, I just simply couldn't justify. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You couldn't just, what do you mean? Like justify, like you couldn't justify making yourself happy. You couldn't justify. And it it just keep, when someone says that, it puts in my mind like, it makes no sense to spend this amount of money on something that would make me happy because it simply isn't rational. And it's like, guess what? Like life in a way like very much isn't rational. But what is rational is making yourself happy and what we've been – and chasing your dream. Chasing your dream because if you don't chase your dream, you're going to be stuck in the same place you are now one year later saying the same shit you're saying now. You're going to say, I simply couldn't justify – X, Y, and Z, which you know is going to change your life. You know it's going to change your life, but you're using the reason of it's simply, I simply couldn't justify it because a part of you is scared. And that's totally okay if you want to stay where you are. But if you don't want to stay where you are, at some point you're going to have to Take the leap and do, and take the jump and and go all in and trust that life is going to be there to catch you. And let me tell you, it is the most magical thing when you do that because when you actually decide I'm going to jump and trust and then life you, – you see life be there to catch you, that's when you realize how magical you are and how you can do anything and that's when you really come into your power. And I – what my wish is for anyone listening to this is that you – Dare yourself to take the leap and dare yourself to trust the universe and dare yourself to to see, ooh, my special number is right now 1010. Dare yourself to show yourself how you're being supported. Because you can't if you you can't if you don't take the leap. You can't ever know that if you don't jump out of the you can't ever know that like the the parachute's gonna work if you don't jump out of the plane. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I trust the parachute's going to work, but I'm sitting right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what you think is like crazy big right now is not going to be crazy big in a year if you just take the leap. Um, and it goes back to this level of deserving. It goes back to this level of it's, it's interesting to me what I've been shown are a couple of things that I want to share with you guys. Our belief systems don't change when we transition, when we die. Take that in. Feel, breathe that. When I speak to people that have passed away, they still have the belief systems in place when they were alive. Mm -hmm. So what belief systems do you want to have? Right? Because those are the things that are the hardest to change, but will also create the most momentum when you do change them. So, The other thing is a lot of us listening to this podcast believe in past lives. We believe in reincarnation. Well, I don't know about you, but I have had, I feel like this has been something that has come over from many different lives is this feeling of lack with money, this feeling of some money is just energy, right? And with this energy, I never have enough, right? And that is something that I want to change in this lifetime so I don't carry it over in the next one. Yep. But you have to be different in order to, to change that. Mm-hmm. So I want to share this story really quick that happened yesterday, that this is where this mentality comes from. And I just kind of watched it happen. My son, I took him to the library. He's three. He was playing with other kids at the library. They had these blocks, these big blocks. They were all making a tower. Well, two of the boys, my son is one of them. Um, they were making towers. They were own, each making their own tower, but there were only so many blocks that they could use. So they're both scrambling for the blocks because in their minds, there weren't enough for each of them. 
So they're taking blocks from each other and they're crying. He took my block. He took blah, 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 blah. I don't have enough. And I thought this is where this mentality comes from. Mm. This is where this lack mentality, I don't have enough starts. And I looked at him and I looked, I said, there's always more. You just need to look for it. And I said, look under the table. There are more blocks there. And so both boys bolted for under the table, right? Yeah. Um, But a lot of times with those situations, I try not to get involved because I really want him to work on his social skills on working that out. Yeah. Whether whether or not it's deemed right or wrong by society, like he's going to work it out and someday I'm not going to be there. So anyway... So it was just interesting to me, this lack mentality of like, I've got to have my blocks because this other person's going to take it from me. Right. And that's not true. Right. We can, I can order blocks on Amazon and have, I could literally get in hundreds and thousands of blocks and he could build the towers for days. But in that moment, there was only 10 blocks and two kids and everybody wanted blocks. (laughs) And so it's just funny how we get stuck in these patterns of there's not enough because you're only looking at your view of the world. You're only looking at your blocks and your tower of blocks. And so it seems like there are no other blocks. It seems like there's no other way out of this, but there is. Yeah. I love, I love that. I love that uh, illustration. That's totally, and it's and it's it's about thinking outside of the box. You know, like you're we're taught to just look in the box, and it's like, well, this is all that I see. This is all that seems to be here, and it's like, well, nothing is as it seems. Like things are present that you have no idea are present. Beings are present around you. You can't see them, but they're there doting on you, supporting you, giving you messages that you don't even know that you're getting. But like the the feeling that you get in your heart, for example, when you know you want to be a part of something, you know you want to do something, that's the feeling of your guides and your higher self working through you saying, yes, do this, do this, go, go, go. And then mm-hmm. the other voice in your head that you get that's like, well, no, I couldn't or it would be too hard or whatever. That's like – that's not them. That's your doubt. That's your limited perception and that's your old programming. And this is another thing I want to bring into this conversation is that – because it just occurred to me that a big part of this so, – so people might be listening and might be like, okay, well – what might actually be going on for them might be this belief that, well, I do want to do it, but – and now all these other excuses are coming in and it's right. not even just money. It's like, but it would just be complicated and it Everybody would affect other people. Me. Or it would affect other people. I mean, like yeah. one thing I hear a lot is like, well, but I would have to leave my kid for a day. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. and And it's – and yeah, and or I would or my family would need me or, you know, there's these we, we put these uh, we we make excuses from like other people around us and how other people will react. And it's mm-hmm. not saying again, it's not saying that that's not true. It's not saying that people wouldn't be uh, bothered or uncomfortable or that your kid wouldn't miss you when you were gone for a couple of days, for example. Um, but it's like. Is that a valid reason why you're not going to do this thing? Or like ask yourself, or is this an excuse that you're making because it's uncomfortable for you to think about risking, right? To think about um, a risk, which is what you probably see as getting – which is what going outside your comfort zone and investing in yourself. Let's go back to that like episode that everyone loves and invest Mm -hmm. in yourself. Yeah. Are you using that as a reason why not to invest in yourself because it feels uncomfortable so you're you're bringing other people into it and other people's opinions into it? And it, the 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 thing is that I want to illustrate is like if let's say somebody this is an extreme example but I want it to be extreme. Let's say somebody in your family was dying. No, let's say like someone close to you was dying, like someone really close to you who you loved. And let's say they needed some sort of a transplant or they need something like very 
something to live. And there were all these obstacles you had to hurdle over. Like you had to get the money. You had to like get on a list. You had to actually go to a special hospital like that wasn't near you. All these things. Mm -hmm. Would you not move every freaking mountain you could in order to make that happen for them? Like you would. You would Would not sell your house. Oh my God move around. Like I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. This is so funny. You're bringing this up the other day of like this idea of like a Hollywood movies where you like have a ransom, you know, and you're like, I've got to pay this person a million dollars. Yeah. If your child was on the line, could you come up with a million dollars? I know I could. Yeah. I'd sell my house. I'd talk to people. I would do whatever I could to get that money. And we're not, and it's an extreme example for a reason. We're not saying sell your house come on a retreat with us because that's insane. Don't do that. (laughs) What we we are saying is that if you want something bad enough, you'll make it happen. Yeah. So it's all about this. And oftentimes, which is interesting, especially with women, everyone else around you is more important than you. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. The difference is in this scenario that we're giving you is that uh, it gives this scenario gives you an opportunity to be um, well. I wanted to bring up martyr energy. You know, I think women have this like martyr energy, which means you'd lay yourself down before everyone else. Um, that's okay. That's okay for you to you know um, sacrifice yourself for, for for someone else. But if it's for you, then that's not okay. That's mm-hmm. not okay. Okay, e- that's what you believe, even though. Here's what the mind-blowing thing is that women just – I think a lot of times women don't think about. When you aren't feeding yourself, when you aren't putting yourself first, when you aren't getting what you need, when you're stuck in a situation you don't want to be in, how do you think that affects the people around you? How do you think that affects your relationship? How do you think that affects your kids? How do you think that affects everything, everyone? You cannot show up for them. You cannot show up for them fully. And so meanwhile, you're using the excuse – that, well, my kids and my partner and my blah, 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 whatever, they would be uncomfortable. It's like, guess what? They're going to be much more uncomfortable and it's going to be much more uncomfortable in your life if you don't step into this next version of yourself, if you don't step forward, if you don't take this risk, if you don't invest in yourself. And so it's this really interesting contradictory thing that we do, but like become aware of this. Become aware of how it would be totally okay if your kid needed to go somewhere, for example. <laughs> My kid needs this. I got to figure this out. But if it's for you, then somehow now it's not important. Like now it's, it's well, that's uncomfortable. And I think it also has to do with, you know, um, valuing yourself, really valuing yeah. yourself and knowing that you're worth, you're worth the world and you're the most important thing to invest in the most important thing to invest in because if you aren't living your best, if you still have um, things that plague you on the daily or that you're uncomfortable with or feeling like energetically depleted, then there's no way that you can show up for other people in the way that you truly aspire to. So I agree. And you know, you teach people how to treat you. So true. Yeah. I heard Dr. Phil say that a couple of years ago, like a decade ago, but it was – the one little I got out of Dr. Phil. Anyway, <laughs> you teach people, you teach people how to treat you, which is so true. Because if you're teaching them that I'm okay with being mediocre, I'm okay with being in lack, I'm okay with being a murderer, being a victim. Yeah. Then that's how they're going to show up in your reality. But if you teach them that this is no longer acceptable, then, for example, going back to the example with the kids, you're teaching your kids that they're worth more, too, that they deserve more. I talk to so many women that don't invest in themselves, but that tell their children, you should really value yourself. You should love yourself. But you're not showing up that way to your kid. And what do you think? Do you think actions speak louder than words or words? Hold yeah. on. I keep yelling at me. Yeah. Your kids learn from what you do. And I can verify this being a um, EFT practitioner. The number one thing that I'm const- – every every time I do a session with someone, the first thing that we do is we spend 30 minutes talking about this issue that they're having and then we go back. We go back and say, who in your life also acted this way? Who in your life also believed this? And like nine times out of ten, it's a mo- it's your mom or your dad. Um Sometimes it could be a sister or a brother or something like that. But I mean, 
then even if it's one of them, it's like typically they learned it from the mom or the dad. So it's we we pick up these behaviors and these beliefs from the mom and the dad. And um and so you know when I'm doing these sessions with people, we're spending a lot of time talking about how mom thought this way, mom believed this about herself, mom never really valued herself, mom never really took any risks. And so now the daughter or the son, whoever I'm tapping with, is also having trouble believing that it's okay for them to take risks. And so and you know um Joe. Who is on the show? I do coaching with her, and she um, she's always talking about this. She's like, you know, we pass down these energies in order to resolve them, and if we don't resolve them in ourselves, so if we if we feel unworthy, but we don't pass that down before to, sorry, if we don't transmute that or release that before we have children, then they pick that up too, and now it's now it's with them for them to resolve. That's their opportunity to resolve it, and so. It's like think about it. Like think about what you want to be passing down to the next generation and think about, you know, um, whether or not – yeah, whether or not you want that to continue in your lineage and also like like Ambie said, like you want the best for your children, you like show them. Show them how you want them to feel about themselves. Show them how much you value yourself so that they can value themselves. And that way, that's another reason why now then we won't have this – um, this whole cycle that we have in our society where the parents are trying to live through the children because they were never brave enough or they were never uh, they never decided to step outside of their comfort zone and and really challenge these limiting beliefs. So now they're really invested in the child doing it, but the, then the child starts to exhibit the same behaviors because that's how they are. And then that's what causes all this tension of like, no, you're not living your potential. It's like, right. don't you realize that that's actually you speaking to you? Like you're speaking to a different version of yourself saying you didn't live out your potential. It's like, yeah, you're, you, you didn't, you yeah, didn't, you but didn't you still can. Yeah. And, and guys go through this too. This is not just yes. a women thing. This is like a, a society thing, you know, Absolutely. Um, this is both, both ends. So live your, do something that scares you, even if it seems small, do oh. something scary today. Yeah. Just step outside your comfort zone and give the, give the universe an opportunity to show you that it's supporting you. Um, because the, just one more thing is like, one thing that constantly reassures me is I look back. Every time I'm scared, I'm about to do one of these things where I step forward and I'm like, all right, universe, you're going to support me. I know you are, so show me, right? Mm-hmm. Every time I'm about to do that, if any fear comes up, I immediately go – I just go to this thought that's like, have you ever died before? No. Have you ever been in a really tough situation with money before, for example? Yeah. Did you die? No. Are you still alive now? Yeah. Did you live through every tough experience you ever had, even when you had like negative $75 in your bank account? Yeah, you did. So it's like, just show yourself that. Show yourself like you've been through really scary, tough situations, but nothing bad has ever happened. And guess what? You're still alive and you're still living and you're still thriving. How is that possible? If if we keep thinking we're going to die or something terrible is going to happen, it's like, no, nothing terrible is going to happen. You're going to keep living. It just feels like something terrible is going to happen. But if you look at your track record, you'll realize you survived every experience you've ever had and you will survive this too if your fear comes true. But on the I, on the others, really quick, but on the other side, think of what would happen if your fear does not come true and your hope comes true and your dream comes true, which is honestly what's more likely to happen. You just have to give it a chance. Go ahead. Well, I was, I was literally – Yesterday I went to Starbucks because I go to Starbucks every day and I don't complain about it because I know how much money I'm spending and I love it. And I'm not going to change. You got it. Because I want it. I got it. Anyway, go to Starbucks yesterday. And on the wall is this quote that says, you've survived 100% of your worst days. Keep going. Yep. Exactly. Exactly what you were saying. Exactly. I was like, oh, that's so crazy. That's awesome. And you always will. And you always will. You always will. That being said, um, let's thank our Patreons, Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Mimi Abnetter, Maribel Muncie, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kelly Ann Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Carrie Mayweather, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carol, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Amelia Stevenson, Alex Latieri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, 
uh, Nike and Alicia D'Amico. Thank you so much for investing in yourselves <laughs> and investing in this show, um, but really investing in yourselves as well because our Patreons are not only, you know, helping us, but they're they're getting something that makes them feel like they're leveling up in return, which is they get to talk to John, the Arcturian being that uh, Ambi channels. Um, they get to do EFT sessions and readings with me and Ambi, um, you know, and and get to be a part of a community that's actively working on shifting themselves and leveling up. And it's really exciting to see those of you who felt called to to step up to do that. Um, and also our Lioness Leadership Retreat is September 27th to 29th, and um, it's a three-day retreat that is for leaders or aspiring leaders, women who are really wanting to make profound shifts in their life and make more money. That is a big yeah. part of this retreat. Um, it's a three-day retreat that's that kicks off a three-month coaching program, um, and you can find the details for that in our show notes. Uh, we'll put the link in there, or you can reach out to us, innerbloompodcast at gmail.com. Um, we have a payment plan, or you can pay in full, and we have about half of the spots left as of now. So uh, email us or, um, yeah, just reach out to us if you want to reserve your spot or you want to talk about coming. Um, this is a very specific type of retreat, and like we said, Leela Veronica will be leading it along with me, Ambi, and Leah, who was just on the show last week. And it's going to be a really incredible container and experience. And we're really excited to take this journey with those who are ready to level up and who are ready to make this change. Because listen, we all need support as we're deciding to step forward. And that's the exactly why we decided to create this experience to give those of you who want to make the change a container to do that so that you don't feel like you're making it all on your own, so that you do feel like there's someone here, there's a community of people here for you that have done it before, know how to do it, know the things that are going to come up, and can support you through that. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, invest in yourself, whether it's with a retreat, we would love it to be our retreat, but whether it's with a retreat or whether it's with a past life regression or a facial, invest in yourself in some way. Absolutely. And you'll find that it's not as scary. Nobody dies. You're not homeless. Yep. Also, um, if you are our Patreon, uh, check your Patreon account because we sent you a special message with a special opportunity that you might very well be interested in op opting into that we're only offering to our Patreon. So check your Patreon account messages. And if you don't know how to do that, then shoot us an email and let us know that you didn't get the message. But all of you should have gotten this message by now. So Ooh, I'm so excited yeah, about this, this is one. A very, very <laughs> exciting opportunity that uh, we'll announce publicly at some point, but it's only open. This is way better than the private message we sent you guys a, a couple months ago. Yes, way better, way better. It's very, it's a very exciting opportunity to be with some very exciting people in a very exciting place. So, um, so check that out. And otherwise, have a beautiful Friday. We love you so, so much. Keep on blooming. Bye, Bye everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 